Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello everyone, Charles Watts here. Welcome to another edition of Inside Arsenal. It's Sunday. Well, in fact, actually at the time of recording this, it is just about still Saturday here in Germany. I'm recording this in Frankfurt, having just watched Arsenal versus Chelsea. Well, I say just watched Arsenal versus Chelsea. I've also just watched England versus South Africa in the Rugby World Cup semi-final. So I'm recording this just before midnight. I'll let you into a little secret. I've had a few beers as well <laughs> watching it. If you're watching this, Felix... Uh, thank you very much for your company tonight. An Arsenal fan over here in Frankfurt, who I met at the Frankfurt Book Fair. A German Arsenal fan who have a very fun night with watching Arsenal versus Chelsea. It's been an absolute pleasure, Felix. So thank you very much for that. But I did want to pre-record this one. Obviously, you're going to be watching this on Sunday. I'm flying home from Germany today. So I wanted to record this now before I flew home so you could still watch something. And I still have an episode out this morning, well, what an unbelievable game. I don't even know where to start with that. It was an absolute dramatic game at Stamford Bridge. Not the greatest of games from Arsenal, performance-wise. But I don't think that's the worst result. I don't know if you're going to agree with me. Let me know, of course, in the comments below what you thought of that result. But I think, given the way Arsenal played, given the way the match went, I don't think 2-2 is the worst result. I don't think you can complain too much. I think this is one of those games that when you look back at the end of the season, you just take the point and you run back to North London because it could have been an awful lot worse. Arsenal were not very good, plain and simple. They were not very good against Chelsea. Chelsea, I thought, played pretty well. 2-0 up, looked to be cruising to the win, but fair play to this Arsenal team. They just don't really know how to accept defeat at the moment. And that is a big, big positive I have to say, still unbeaten in the Premier League. They've somehow escaped with a 2-2 draw. Could have won it as well with that Eddie and Ketia chance, which I have to admit, I was generally on the floor in the pub, having just started celebrating, thinking that was nestling in the far corner before it went past the far post, that close to winning this game. But I don't think you can complain too much. 2-2, it's not that bad a result. I know draws... When you're going for the title, when you're up against Manchester City, it almost feels like a defeat when you draw a game. But I think this one was just a little bit different. Chelsea played very well and Chelsea are a decent team. Look, I know they've had a bit of a struggle. I said in the build-up to this game, everyone was sort of saying, oh, this is going to be an easy win for Arsenal. It was never going to be that. No chance. We've seen that Chelsea be actually been playing some decent football this this season. Results didn't go their way at first, but they've started to go their way in recent performances. And I thought they played well today. And, you know, Arsenal couldn't have complained had Chelsea got that win. But, yeah, fair play to them. They just don't know how to lose at the moment when it comes to the Premier League. They kept fighting. They had a couple of magic moments. 
um, and they got the win. When you look at the stats at the end of the game, it looks like a pretty even game. I think it was a pretty even game, to be fair. Um, and you know, I don't know. In a way, you kind of look at that and think, look, Chelsea kind of played out of their skin. I thought it was the best performance of Chelsea's season. And they were two 0 up, but they were two 0 up with a bit of a stroke of luck. The penalty could have gone either way. I think my own personal opinion on it was it was a penalty. I think when you go with your arms raised like Saliba did, you're asking for trouble. I don't know what he could have done when the header came in from Madrid. He was so close to him. I don't know how he can avoid that. But when your arms are in that position, I think most of the time, nine times out of 10, that is going to result in a penalty. And when I was watching it in real time, I turned to Felix, who I was watching the game with a German fan over here, and I said, that's going to go back. That's going to be a penalty. It just looked like it in real time. And it was no surprise when it was given. And then the second goal, obviously, that Gary Neville was very critical of David Raya and his position. And it, when a goal like that goes in, you do blame the goalkeeper, obviously. But, you know, again, Madrid will try that cross 50 times and it will end up in the far corner once out of those 50 times. And last night just happened to be one of those occasions. It was all about luck. There was no skill involved. It was a miscued cross. Yes, when that ends up going in the far corner, you can blame the goalkeeper, but... Again, 49 times out of 50, that drops over the bar, that drops into the goalkeeper's arms, and you don't even, you know, take a single moment's notice of it. But I think that's kind of the way things are going for David Raya at the moment at Arsenal, and he's just going to have to play through that. And we'll talk about that David Raya instant a little bit later on in this video. But when you look at the stats, it shows how, you know, it was it was a fairly close game, but it always felt like one that Arsenal were chasing from the first moment, from the first minute almost, Zinchenko gave away a simple pass in his own penalty area. And that set the tone for the for the rest of the game, I thought. It was just Arsenal, just a little bit slack, not as solid as we've seen them, not as fluent as we've seen them, not as careful in possession as we've seen them. And that let Chelsea get into the game and they scored the goal in the first half with the penalty, albeit fortuitously, as you could say, with that penalty. They got even more <laughs> lucky goal in the second half and it looked like game was over then. But Arsenal fought back and they fought back very, very well. And what more can you say about Declan Rice? It's like I say it every single week. What a fantastic addition he's been. What a brilliant goal that was. It wasn't his best game in an Arsenal shirt. Far from it. I thought midfield, Chelsea dominated that midfield at times. I think Jorginho really, really struggled, as I thought in the build-up to the game. It didn't surprise me to see Jorginho in midfield with Declan Rice, just because Thomas Partey has had all that travelling, because he's just come back from an injury. He's played a couple of games for Ghana. It always felt like a game that it wouldn't be surprised if Arteta thought, you know what, I'm not going to risk Thomas Partey. And he didn't. He played Jorginho and the game passed Jorginho by a little bit. It was just a bit intense. It was a bit too fast on that really slick, wet surface. Um, and I think maybe that affected De uh, Declan Rice a little bit. It wasn't his best performance, but in the big, big moments, he stepped up. What a finish that was to make it 2-1 out of absolutely nothing. Yes, it was a mistake by Sanchez. And we've seen that. David Raya did it at the other end with a clearance that almost led to Cole Palmer making it 3-0. I think it was Cole Palmer making it 3-0 and uh, Raya ended up making a good save, diving at his feet to prevent it going from 3-0. I think we saw it in the Bournemouth game today against Wolves. We're just seeing it. Goalkeepers, they're playing their teams into trouble with this playing out from the back. And fortunately for Arsenal, they took full advantage, but there was still a hell of a lot for Declan Rice to do when uh, Sanchez's pass ended up at his feet. And what a finish that was out of absolutely nothing. Suddenly that gives Arsenal a lifeline. It breathes new leaf, <laughs> new life into them. In, uh, with that last sort of 15 minutes remaining and um, it was just a huge moment for them and they went on and they won the game with Leandro Trossard coming on and as he says here on his social media never count us out and I thought this was a big goal for Leandro Trossard because 
he's had a good season. He's made some impacts, but he's not quite made that impact that we saw last season when every single game, every single minute almost he was on the pitch, he was making things happen. That hasn't quite happened this season. He's had to adjust to being this bit part player. Um, but this was a big, big moment. He came on, Mikel Arteta sent him on to try and get something out of the game. And he did it. And it was a really good finish. Look, Bukaya Saka, what a pass that was from Bukaya Saka. Fantastic ball in from that side to the back post. But Leandro Trossard, just, he just saw it come in. He reacted quickest. And it was a really good finish because that was not easy to do on the volley like that. And what a goal that was. And so close to Eddie Nketiah going on to winning that game right at the end. And what a winner. What a moment that would be. But even at 2-2, it's just one of those games. I think you look at it, you look at the result and you think, you know what, I'm going to take that. It just was not the worst of results, given how Arsenal played for large proportions of that game. Looking at what Mikel Arteta had to say after it, when he asked about what went wrong and what went right, he said, we conceded two and we scored two. I think uh, where it went wrong was at the start of the game. I think we didn't play with enough purpose with the ball and clarity. We were just moving the ball without really having the intention to threaten them. And that's a really dangerous thing to do against a team like Chelsea. We didn't even win the duels in tight areas. When we had them, they escaped from that. They attacked open spaces and they're really dangerous things to do. So credit to them because they are a top side full of top players. And you have to acknowledge that. When he talked about the comeback and the way the team showed character at the end, he said, I have no doubt about that. I could see at halftime that there was a knife between our teeth and we accepted we have to do better. The game state was there for us and we had that belief. And even when we conceded the goal and the way we conceded, we continued to be like this. And I love that about this team. I'm going to demand that every single day because this is who we are. And when you are not at your best, you still have to create a lot of issues for the opponent. I think that's the big takeaway from Arsenal for this game. They weren't at their best. They were nowhere near their best impact. And yet they still came away from Stamford Bridge with a 2-2 draw. Chelsea would have gone into that dressing room at the end of the game and it felt like a defeat. Arsenal would have gone into that dressing room at the end of the game and it would have felt like a win. And I think that's a massive thing to take into next weekend's game and to the game to Sevilla in the Champions League as well. Just the momentum that that will bring. And, um, Sometimes you just have to accept a draw, I think. And I've, I've, I was talking about this in the pub watching the game. We've become so accustomed to every single game has to be a win because of who you're up against, because of Manchester City, because of the demands that they set. But I don't think it's going to be that way this season. I really think teams are going to take points off each other that we haven't really seen in the last couple of years. Chelsea are going to take points off teams. Liverpool are going to take points off teams. Brighton, potentially. I know they didn't today with Man City, but I think they probably will. Tottenham even will take points off teams. And I don't think this is, when you're in the grand scheme of things, when you look back at this at the end of the season, I don't think this 2-2 draw at Stamford Bridge is going to be the worst result by any means at all. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. 
Okay, I'm, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about this because I think I might spend quite a bit of time in my show on Monday talking about this because it's a really interesting narrative. It's just a really interesting side story to what's going on with Arsenal at the moment with Aaron Ramsdale and David Raya. Now, I don't put massive amounts of blame on David Raya for this second goal. Yes, I think when it ends up in the far corner, you can say the keeper got his positioning wrong. But again, as I said at the start, 49 times out of 50, that does not drop in the far corner. It drops to David Raya, it drops over, it drops into the crowd and no one even blinks. It's just one of those moments in a football game that goes past without anyone taking any notice. Of course, this was different because it ended up in the net. And so David Raya, the finger of blame is on him. And that seems to be the way things are going for him at the moment. Um, but there were chances from the away end of, you know, the Aaron Ramsdale chance. And this is what Mikel Arteta had to say. He said, great, I love him. I will sing as well for him every single day. We've sung a lot for him yesterday because he was a father, the most beautiful thing to do. And he's someone who has that charisma and personality and is very loved around the team. Now, um, Aaron Ramsdale wasn't in the squad and that was because his wife had just given birth to a baby boy. Arsenal announced it before the game. It's fantastic news for him. He'd had that interview with the Players' Tribute uh, earlier in the year and he talked about that horrible moment when his uh, his other half had the miscarriage. So for this to happen now, it's just a beautiful moment and it's fantastic for Aaron Ramsdale. Um, and so I'm not going to spend too much time talking about the David Ryan thing. Like I said, I'll talk about that tomorrow. But just for that, Aaron Ramsdale, massive congratulations to you, to your wife and everyone. It's fantastic to see. And I can't wait to see you back in our Arsenal squad very, very soon. OK, I'm going to go through my Arsenal player ratings now. And now, of course, look, I have been watching it at the pub in Germany. I have had a few points. So I'm not this isn't going to be the most analytical of player ratings videos. Of course, it's not. But I'm just going to give my honest take from what I saw watching it in the pub. Now, David Raya, he was he was nervy. There's no doubt about it. I've talked about that second goal. You could, of course, point the finger of blame at him for his positioning at, when it ends up in the net. But as I said, I think Mudrik was so incredibly lucky with it. I think the bigger mistake for, Darren, uh, for David Raya was after that goal had gone in, when he tried to play out from the back and it all, almost ended up in Chelsea making it 3-0. I'm just not seeing enough from David Rye at the moment to think this is really worth it. What Mikel Arteta's done, the big change to Aaron Ramsdale, you know, when it happened, I was quite excited by the David Rye signing because I think he's a really good goalkeeper. What I've seen from him at Brentford suggests he's a really good goalkeeper. But since he's come to Arsenal, it just hasn't quite happened. And I'm not seeing enough to suggest that it was all worth it. But we shall wait and see. Like I said, I'm going to talk about that more tomorrow. But David Ryan, in terms of my player ratings, I'm going to give a five. Ben White, I'm going to give a six. Saliba... I'll probably I'm going to give Saliba a six. Um, he did struggle a little bit. Ben White, sorry, I should probably put Ben White down to a five for his haircut because that's just not a good haircut, Ben White. Honestly, you don't do much wrong when it comes to your looks, Ben, but I'm not sure about that hair, I have to say. But I'm still going to give you a six. So, so uh, White, six. Saliba, six. Gabriel, going to give a seven. I thought Gabriel played very, very well. Zinchenko really struggled, really struggled. Had a really poor first half with books. Um, I was very glad when I saw Mikel Arteta make the change at half-time and bring Tommy Asu on, so I'm going to give Sinchenko a three. Odegaard was just non-existent, just a really poor game from Odegaard, never got into it at all. Again, I'm going to give him a three. Jorginho, I'm going to give a four. I thought he really struggled. I wasn't surprised, though, that he played because of Thomas Partey's fitness, I have to admit. Um, but the game just seemed really, really quick for him in that first half. It passed him by an awful lot of time. He wasn't really involved. And I think Chelsea dominated the midfield a large part because of that. So I'm going to give Jorginho a four, Declan Rice man of the match for me, but you know a seven. And I think that sums up Arsenal's performance. It wasn't great, but Declan Rice was probably the standout of all the performers. So I'll give him a seven. 
Bakaya Saka, not his best game, but produced an absolute moment of quality once again to set up the equaliser. So fair play to him, give him a six. Gabriel Jesus and Gabriel Martinelli, I'm going to give him a five each, just not their best performances at all. Saw plenty of the ball. They worked very hard as they always do, but just couldn't make anything happen in the final third. But I think a big part of that was the midfield and the fact the midfield just weren't really there for them. In terms of the subs, look, they made an impact. Tomiyasu, I thought, did very, very well when he came on. So give him a six. Leandro Trostard, I'm giving him a seven just because that was a fantastic goal. It was the equaliser and it was a really, really good finish. So give him a seven. The other three, I'll give a six. I thought they all made a bit of an impact when they came on. I thought Arsenal ended the game very strong or certainly stronger than they started it. And I think a big part of that was down to the substitutes. So fair play to them. Okay, before I go, a couple of questions or comments from you. Yes, fair play. Look, I'm going to include these two. Cheesy Gunner. And uh, I can't even pronounce that, I'm afraid. Uh, Akwasadi7939 from Cheesy Gunner. Charles, South Africa just dominated England on two different sporting codes. Very happy. Pity Arsenal couldn't wrap up the victory. Uh, and then AK here. I'm a South African. No Arsenal comment, but you called it South Africa versus England. England played well in the rugby, but we just hate losing to England. We simply detest it. Um, yeah. Fair play, South Africa. I don't agree with that first comment. You certainly didn't dominate in the rugby, I have to say. You were winning for about a minute in the entire match right at the end. Fair play. You know, you found a way to win. And that's what world champions do. That's what the world's best team do. But I thought England played so, so well in that rugby. And that was a really heartbreaking defeat. Cricket, it was another story. England, awful. South Africa, brilliant and brutal and absolutely deserved their win. But I'm not sure it was a dominant victory when it comes to the rugby. But congratulations nonetheless. And I really hope you go on and win the final now. And there's just one final one here. I think that's from Vernon says, poster boy Saka needs to be dropped. He was rubbish versus Chelsea. In fact, he's been rubbish all season. Reese Nelson needs to start. Sorry, I don't agree. I really don't agree. He wasn't the best against Chelsea, but I know this is pretty small on the screen right now, but if you can see these stats, he had won the most duels. He had the most chances created, most take-ons completed, most tackles, most fouls won. He got the assist for the winner, uh, for the equaliser as well. And when you look at him all season, only one game that he has played so far this season in the Premier League, he hasn't contributed a goal-making moment. So either a goal or the assist for that goal. And he did it again yesterday with that brilliant ball for Trossard. So even when he's not his best, and he's not at his best at the moment, but I think a large part of that is like for this Chelsea game, every time he got the ball, we had three players on him, at least two players, sometimes three on him. And that's what players, what teams do now because Bukai Saka is that good, but he's still making an impact despite being under all of that pressure. He's still making an impact either with a goal or assist pretty much every time he plays. And that is a hallmark of a very, very good player. All right, everyone, that's it from me. Thank you very much for watching or listening wherever you've been tuning into this episode around the world. I hope you have a very, very good Sunday. I'll be back tomorrow to talk to you a little bit more in depth about this Chelsea game. Look ahead to Seville, of course, and hopefully my throat will be a little bit better after a bit of sleep and a day without alcohol. Have a very good day, everyone. I'll speak to you soon.